Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 123. It's funny because we're going to go over episodes 1, 2, and 3. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Star Wars. It's humor. Have you been waiting all week to say that? All goddamn week. You're so clever, Cody. Mm-hmm. I bet you planned this months in advance. Thanks. No. Thanks, I try. So yeah, the same crew as last week. We got Brantley. Mm-hmm. We got Rob. <laughs> That's me. But Rob and I will be playing chess last week. He won, if anyone is still keeping up with that. A strange turn of events. Yeah, that's where we're at. So what's up, Rob? What have you been up to? Uh, since last week, not a whole lot. Uh, my semester is coming to an end, so that's pretty cool. Um, I watched Star Wars episodes 1, 2, and 3. So <laughs> You actually watched them? I actually watched them. I sat down and had feelings watching some of them and other feelings watching other ones. I learned how hard it is to watch three movies in a week. It takes up so much goddamn time trying to watch three movies. And it's not just like watching them, it's like actually cognitively like being aware of what's going on. Like, hey, that's a thing. And not I just like, like this thing. I yeah. don't like that thing. Yeah. Can I have no more of that thing forever? <laughs> I don't think we'll ever do that again. I think at most we'll do about a movie an episode. So yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. I think you can get a little more in depth. This week I was definitely like, all right, this shit's hard. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this again. Is that how you felt, Brittany? Yep. Even if you pick the next movies, you would only want to do like one at a time. Yeah. Duh. Well, what have you been up to, Brantley? I we failed to mention last week that we moved. I was like, shit, that was kind of that's yeah yeah Brittany and i we got our own apartments and i think we were just kind of still shell-shocked last week and tired so it just spaced out yeah yeah we we moved we have an office now kind of like a recording area not really and it's cool the first weekend sucked because we were building furniture for like two days straight and then Brittany got food poisoning yeah oh from building furniture yeah yeah, that's weird. You know, the wood. You might have eat too much of it. <laughs> Wait, is Brittany a beaver? <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into that. Hey, I'm gonna go away and never come back. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I got a flat tire this week. That was awesome. This is like your week, guys. His boss came over and changed his tire for him. My boss is really cool, and I live maybe five minutes from work. And I was texting him. I was like, I have a flat. Do you want me to Uber to work? Do you have a spare? Do you have a tire iron? Do you have a jack? And I was like, I have a spare and a tire iron, but no jack. Like, all right, I'm on my way. Let me make sure I have a jack first. And then he was there. And he was like, oh, let's change his stupid tire. So, yeah, my boss is pretty cool, I that guess. Is, that is pretty cool. Do you take off for ice cream and, like, pat your head and tell you it was going to be okay? I got him coffee. <laughs> that's that's nice. And that's I only cool. made fun of him a little bit for what drink he got. Oh, what'd he get? It's... A gingerbread latte, no whip, no fat. That's not the worst. I mean, it's pretty girly. What do you drink again? Uh, just vanilla iced coffee or a vanilla sweet cream cold brew. Okay. You got him it's, there. It's iced coffee. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> I converted him. Can, yeah, thank God. His drink stuff. used to be a caramel macchiato with whipped cream. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Just talk to your boss about all those calories in that gingerbread <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I had to watch my figure. Are you going to move, Rob? Remember we're playing chess? Oh, we're, wait, are we doing that? Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I didn't really. Doing chess. It I is muted? chess talk. We're going to play chess, chess and talk. Wait. That's yeah, this that's one? How it goes. I get it now. <laughs> so confused. It only took 100 episodes. Oh, you know why? I had I was looking at the analysis board. That's why it wasn't binging, tinging at me. Uh-huh. That makes sense now. <clears throat> so yeah, outside of our personal lives, the uh, trailer came out for Infinity Wars. Uh, is taking the internet by storm. It's almost got 100 million views already. Oh, wow. 100 million views? It's at 79 million views as of this recording. After it came out on Wednesday. So, half a week, and it's got that, almost 100 million views. That is crazy. And it looks good. I don't know. I think it looks cool. I'm not surprised by that because it's uh, Marvel and can they do wrong at this point, really? No, nah, I mean, they own Marvel, or Disney owns Marvel, and they own Star Wars. Uh, no, I mean, I don't think so. Have you seen every Marvel movie? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Even like Doctor Strange and yeah. Ant-Man and yeah. the lesser? Yeah, the lesser. I haven't seen... Doctor I haven't Strange seen Doctor Strange. Oh my gosh. Did you like Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh yeah, I didn't like the second one as much. Yeah. But I like I like the first one. When did you watch I the think... second one? A couple months ago. Just I was I told you about it cuz I talked about it on a previous episode. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, you were opening the next day and I oh. had it was like 7. I was like I'm bored, so I just threw <laughs> Guardians 2 on. Okay. Yeah, I'll just take care of this. Yeah, we need to watch Doctor Strange for Infinity Wars, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you, you you need to. Seeing him in Ragnarok was funny, mm-hmm. so that kind of swayed my opinion of like, okay, maybe I'll like this. Yeah, Infinity Wars came out. Uh, Brittany, did you have thoughts? Are you interested? Do you think it'll be the best? Uh, I don't know. I think it'll be good. I always feel like the Avengers movies are more serious than the individual movies. But would you consider Civil War an Avenger movie, or is that a Captain America movie? It's a Captain America movie, but it felt more like an Avengers movie. Yeah, it's like they weren't allowed to call it an Avengers movie, and so they just called it Captain America Civil War. Yeah, maybe it's because Captain America is very serious to me. Like, he comes across as super serious, so anything he's in is less, like, fun and campy. (laughs) That movie, for sure, is serious. They were dealing with some crazy stuff i think yeah they definitely there's definitely uh, a gravity to what was going on there and it's still affecting the movies ever since then and this movie for sure is going to be the most serious no i think i think you're mixing them up i think it's not winter soldier wait winter soldier along with the hydra agents well yeah i'm talking about civil war though oh i'm i'm Mixing up here. I'm mixing I was like, up. how has Civil War not affected the other movies? Since I'm, I'm mixing up uh, Winter Soldier because I like. I think Winter Soldier is my my favorite of them. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. But I think th- that one. I think I think it's, it's probably toss up between Winter Soldier and Civil War. I think Winter Soldier definitely gave the characters a lot more depth than they had previously. So I think it was, it was more more of a fun ride because you learned about all the character and the nuances. Do you think people are going to die in this movie? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. At least two people. Do you think they'll save it for part one, or do you think it's going to happen all of part two? 
Uh, no, some people are going to die in this this one. I think part two is going to resolve the deaths. Like, I'm, I can put on my tinfoil hat here and say that I the, the, originally they said, I think it was Kevin Feige, he's like, you're someone's going to die, but it's not going to be who you expect. And so, like, really? it, it, yeah, so in the trailer, it may have been somebody else, but that was the, the gist of the, the comment that someone is going to, for sure, and we're not going to be anticipating who it is. I think it's the Hulk. Um, but it's very likely that it'll be Robert Downey Jr. and or Chris Evans because both of their contracts are up. So unless they secretly signed up for more movies, and I'm pretty sure our RDJ is going to be gone just because how much it costs to have him in the movie, um, they're they're going to die. They're, at least their 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 version of the character is going to die. You thought Bruce Banner was going to die, right, Brett? Yeah. Not necessarily Hulk, but Bruce Banner as a person is going to cease. I mean, either or, but primarily Bruce. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I think the big three, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor, of those, I think they're the most likely to die. Mm -hmm. Because we've spent the most time with them. They're getting older, and they're not as powerful as some of these new people showing up and I think it's going to show in these movies or it's going to be weird and someone like Spider-Man is going to die and I think that would be cool if they're like yeah it's Thanos he doesn't care he's right. going to kill who he's going to kill right and I, I, my only thing there is if, if he does if Spider-Man's a character to die then he's going to immediately come back because there's a sequel already planned so if he dies either either Tom Holland got the shaft or they're going to resurrect the character immediately after which seems I think well too... Miles Morales he's in the true. universe true true but that means they have to introduce him in they already did kind of well no, they mentioned him yeah they referenced him but I think they're going to introduce him as a real person first before they kill him off um, what was I going to say um, I think they're trying to throw some misdirection at us with the whole vision thing. Like they showed him as like mean? like they showed him as a human, and then like the oh. set the scepter being pointed on his, his stone. I think mean, that's kind of like a hey, this is who's gonna die, but it's like not him. He doesn't die. It's like I think else. Vision's going to die because Thanos is gonna get the Mind Stone. But we don't. Um, so think about it this way: the body that was in the the casket um, that they were working on before he became Vision was going to be the, the husk for... Uh, I forget what villain it was. Ultron. Ultron. So it becomes his body. So when the Mind Stone got put on there, it, that became his mind. But who's to say that that knowledge is not in his brain and the Mind Stone just gives him the powers that he has of, you know, like, etherealness and, um, you know, the power to manipulate things and, you know, the, the force blast out of his head. Like, who's to say that can't be changed? Yeah, I just feel like they never dived into that, so I've always seen it as the Mind Stone is what made Vision. Vision. Yeah. So I assumed if the Mind Stone is taken out, Vision will cease to be. Just because they haven't really gone in depth of how exactly Vision is a person. But I also wonder if uh, Tony Stark's vision on seeing everybody dead is indication that a lot of people are going to die, but something's going to revert everything that took place. That's how it happens in the comics, at least on the Funhouse podcast episode they did about it. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam was saying that Thanos' sister gets the gauntlet and she uses the reality stone to just revert a bunch of the things that Thanos did because it's a comic book and you can't kill every character because then how do you keep writing the comics? At least that's the way he explained it. It's like Thanos does kill a bunch of people and then someone gets the gauntlet and changes it back because we need to keep making comics. Who's I hope Th they don't do something. Who's Thanos' sister? 
Uh, I'm not sure. Again, this is off memory. I'm surprised they're not making a trilogy out of because everyone loves trilogies now, and I'm surprised they're not doing an Infinity War trilogy and they're going to keep it to two movies. I just I don't know how they're going to resolve it. You know, it's just it's never been done before, so I can't even grasp what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's uh, definitely something that is a bit of a stretch in terms of story-wise and development of characters and resolving these huge things. Because, like, it's such a crazy, like, level. Like, this is going to transcend everything they've faced so far, and the only way they can really resolve it and have it have some sort of gravity is to kill characters off and have it some sort of uh, overarching effect on the future in a bigger way that Civil War had an effect. Yeah, like, I think from... Or after these movies it'll you look at the marvel cinematic universe as like before infinity wars and after infinity wars saga yeah like i think that's the level of impact these two movies are gonna have on the universe yeah, or at least definitely. i hope this is the end of chapter one yeah. is yeah. the end of phase three yeah, phase three <laughs> yeah there's a, a cool video that um comics explain does on if dc or uh, disney gets 21st century fox stuff in regards to mm -hmm. x-men what they can do to fold it in they recently i don't know when but they recently retracted the title for the second infinity wars i don't know if you saw that rob how, how recently because i remember they did it initially it wasn't gonna be i looked it up it was in july yeah it was a okay. while ago i mean within five months that's still oh, recent yeah no not like multiple years ago. i remember it, it was after they announced the dates they changed the title so yeah so it's no longer infinity wars part two it's just another avengers movie avengers and they can't four. say what it's called yeah and so it people again they talk about this on the funhouse podcast like maybe x-men characters are going to be involved in the title or something and they're just not legally allowed to say what it is or fantastic four is going to be in the title or something like you know <laughs> yeah Fanta fan four stick yeah <laughs> avengers fan four stick <laughs> yeah i mean i just wanted to touch on it because i know everyone is losing their minds about the trailer you got anything else rob or brit no anything you want to see I'm looking forward to Star Wars, but hey, I mean, that's what we're talking about. About Infinity Wars. You know. No, no, no. <laughs> but on that note. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Star Wars, hey. Great job, Rob. We watched Do what I can. the worst movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the. Well, you've seen The Room? Let's, let's be real here. Not the worst. The worst movies. of the Star Wars movies. The worst of the Star Wars. Del definitely. I don't even know where to start. Episode one. <laughs> Not the worst entry. That's, I'm going to say that. Of the three, it's not the worst one. No, no. it is not. It has I think we're all in agreement of yeah. that. Yep. Despite what the internet says, yeah. I don't think episode one is the worst. However. Here we go. <laughs> uh, however. Uh, First off, I just want to know why he made the Alien Trade Federation people so like racist sounding. Like, why I, okay, are they so? Asian? I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> like, they, they all sound Asian or Mexican. Like the, the Newt Gunray, the Viceroy, he's like, he sounds like an Asian person. And then the people in his ship that do the command and control stuff, they sound like Hispanic. And I'm like, I don't understand. And it's not even just like a regular Hispanic accent or something. It's like someone doing a terrible impersonation of those accents. Right. It just sounds like he's trying to make it weird for the sake of it being weird. Fun fact, the actor that plays him is English. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Super. <laughs> of course he is, because why would he actually be Asian or something? You know? And he provides the voice of the Ood in Doctor Who. 
the Ood. I don't know what that is. I don't watch Octo either, so. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. What do you want to talk about with episode one? I think the... Well, of course, why does Jar Jar exist? That's one of my notes. I don't hate his character. I don't hate his character. Like, I legitimately don't hate his character. However, I feel like they wrote him to be so annoying in such a weird way. Every scene he's in by himself, which is surprisingly a lot of scenes, does not matter. Not at all. And that's, well, I think that's the editing issue for the theory. I think that's the big issue there. It's just, if you take all the scenes out of him by himself, nothing happens. He's just trying to be comedic for whatever reason and he's not doing a good job at it it's like the not funny friend yes Mm -hmm. but no one is no one wants to tell him he's not funny they just "Uh aha you're that's yeah great Uh uh-huh yeah they don't even laugh they just kind of like look at him yeah everyone is annoyed by him it's like watching a big bang three without the laugh track the cgi in the movie it's pretty abundant but it does make for good settings and seeing cities and things like that yeah it's just when the characters have to interact with it. You're like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. You can't act against nothing. You need something there to help make you look better, you know? And it's kind of weird if you think about it. Like, this movie came out, what, 2001 or 1999? 1999. So Matrix came out in 1999. And I feel like that movie did a far better job of blending CGI. Making it real. Yeah. Like, that was definitely Uncanny Valley. There are certain points where you're like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, like, you you look at a scene, you're like, wait, was that CGI, or were they using practical effects? But in Star Wars, it's every single scene, you're like, yeah, that's 100% CGI. So, my issue with Jar Jar isn't so much that, it's just more this general feeling of this this trilogy, and this kind of solidified it, was was Jar Jar's character. It was really like a ham-fisted approach of evoking the same emotions that people had for the 4, 5, and 6, by creating these pseudo-likable characters by being awkward and silly, but also appealing to children. And I think it, it dumbed down the adventurousness of, m- more so the second one, because it, I think they felt they had issues in them, general issues in that movie. But overall, it felt like they were trying too hard to make it like as fun as the, the, the original ones. Right. And so they all these characters that were like overly verbose in the way they moved, in the way they talked, and the way their, their physicality were like, like Boss Noss. I got such a uh, Jabba, the, Jabba the Hutt vibe from him, but like a nice Jabba the Hutt. And I was like, okay, I, I see what you're doing here, but it, it makes his, like the whole, the whole, the whole face thing. Like, what was that? Like when he, when he was like happy or upset and he like rabbled his face and I'm like, what, what is that? Like, what is he, is he okay? Is he having a stroke? Like, should we be concerned? I think about an hour into this movie, I felt as if I wasn't watching a Star Wars sequel or prequel. I was watching a fan make what they would want another Star Wars movie to be like. That's a very good analogy. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like the creator of Star Wars making another movie. It felt like someone who thought they knew what Star Wars was. Yeah. That's how I felt the first two movies of the prequels were. They were just weird movies that happened to have similarities to Star Wars. I could agree with that. Yeah, and that, that def- definitely aligns with what I was saying. Yeah. Do you have anything, Britt? Anything that stands out about episode one? I hated it. <laughs> I, well, I'll say it more in depth later, but even though it's not a great Star Wars movie, I think if it was just a standalone movie with a similar plot, it would have been a good movie. Maybe people were bored by the politics because that's not Star Wars. I thought there was a plot. It was written okay. The dialogue was bad, but 
I think it was a movie. Yeah, it's just making it a Star Wars movie is weird. If you had set it as a political movie in a different universe or based in reality, maybe people would see it in a different light. But putting it up against 4, 5, and 6, and this is the very next movie you see here, like, this is not anywhere close to the originals, you know? I think I think as far as Star Wars movies goes, it was definitely lacking when it came to the writing. I think yeah. they didn't know really where to go from and how to bridge the gap from 4, 5, and 6, and then 1, 2, 3. So they kind of started in this very interesting roundabout way of approaching it. And I, it's very interesting that the route they chose. I, I was thinking about this after I watched the third one. I'm like, they definitely could have just skipped the whole childhood Anakin part and just moved on from there. It really didn't mean anything. It just showed how Obi-Wan became his master. But you could have just started with him being a Jedi Knight and him taking on a Padawan. You didn't need to see him take over from Qui-Gon. Yeah, Qui-Gon didn't matter. Darth Maul effectively didn't matter. Um, it, it, it's really paramount to see that because the gap between movies, I think, was three years. But the amount of time that... Per- changes from one and two is like i think 15 years 10 years yeah so 10 years so like him being a kid is ultimately inconsequential it didn't matter like oh he's a young padawan you shouldn't take him on because he's too young and yeah 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 it's like that doesn't matter no they said you shouldn't take him on because he's too old you can't start training him yet like none of that matters but you can but you could those could have been like things they touched on instead of the other random nonsense they touched on later on yeah, I would have preferred if they had three movies starting from Anakin, his age in episode two, another movie, and then his age in episode three. I think it would have been more interesting to see three movies of Anakin and Obi-Wan because they were supposed to be such good friends and it was it would make the betrayal that much more instead of just two movies of them kind of liking each other. Yeah, yeah the, the character development overall for Anakin's character, which the whole I think the whole point of this these three movies is to really empathize, empathize with him. And I yeah. didn't feel that way. I just felt like he was a very whiny character. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that definitely could have been like fixed if they did it in the way you're talking about and the way I'm suggesting is that it, just cut that part out, but that's not where we're at. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I guess like I'm okay with wrapping up episode one. I think the climax, there was way too much happening. Yes. It was just <laughs> moving from droid battle to Jedi fighting to, Adme and Amidala trying to capture Viceroy and they didn't know how they wanted the pacing to work out and so you'd be super excited to see Darth Maul fighting and then Padme talking. What? Why? Yeah, the Duel of Fates thing. Yeah. The whole scene. That whole scene went way better if they they made it a little shorter but made it one continuous scene and not jump cut from that back to the droid uh, battle like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in that scene when the whole separating Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon they could have skipped the part where Qui-Gon and Darth Maul were waiting, and they could have just had Obi-Wan get stuck behind the very last one. Just stuff like that where it wouldn't change much, but it would just allow it to flow better. And there's not so much dead time in the climax. Yeah, but I think that was that, that scene where like Obi-Wan gets knocked down. So I think it's showing that he's not ready to fight this guy. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not, Just the, the middle part where everyone is waiting. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah, need yeah, that. yeah. You don't need that. Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. Maybe they use that as like an interlude to cut back to the droid thing, but it's yeah, again to cut away from the climax. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's 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 draw it out a little bit longer. Um, what one weird thing is they started sewing the threads of Anakin being infatuated with Padme, and then going to the next movie, Jar Jar kind of pushes that thread as well. 
and just very weird. It was like a 14 year difference between the two of them. Is it 14 years? Or 10, sorry, 10 years. It's a five year difference. Yeah, I was like, I thought she was 13. She's 14, he's nine. Yeah. I looked on the Wikipedia. Yeah. I was like, it's not that big of a gap. It's just. I thought it was long. Maybe it was. Maybe it was, I just did the math wrong. I thought that was like 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 a ten year or something difference between the two of them. No, because Padme, she is a child in the first one. They mentioned that. Like the separatists say, like she's young. We can manipulate her easily. So, but yeah, just a very weird thread to start pushing when he's like really young. But anyways, they had to set it up eventually, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they just did a poor job of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of poor job, <laughs> let's talk about episode two. Well, I mean, rating like. Oh, that's right. That's how right. did you like the ending of the movie? Were you? Did you think it was weird? How did it end again? <laughs> so I mentioned this to Brittany, but they can't write the first movie of trilogies. They have to copy themselves over and over, even with Force Awakens. Yeah, it's essentially the same. New person learns they're powerful. Master dies, so Qui Gon. Ben Kenobi, Han Solo, and then the new person helps blow up the big evil thing at the end and saves the day. That's every single first movie. I don't like the first movies of each trilogy, I guess. They don't know how to write it, and it just doesn't make sense. Like we talked about before, we didn't need to see this movie, basically. I, I think part of the problem, too, is the same issue they had with the like Legends and or what's called Legends now, where you had like the expanded universe and all of these characters... Um, that are just created by random authors that are allowed to write about Star Wars is that there's no cohesive thread for anything. So it's kind of like each person is building their own narrative and the writers do what they want. And so for each trilogy, they have their own writing team, generally speaking, that are contemporarily good in terms of movies. But there's no common, like, sorry, there's too much of a common thread between each movie because they try to derive things too much. Right. And I think no one's willing to take a risk and say, yeah, I'll do that. I'll make a different first movie of the trilogies and right. make it good, probably. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the thing I noticed. Especially, like, even for this trilogy, as the movies went on, the first movie was pretty okay. Second movie, the story was good. There was just some issues with it, like, mechanically. And the third one, I think, was probably the best of the three. Generally speaking, I think it's just because the writers got better. They knew what they they learned from their mistakes throughout it. Okay, so I'll give episode one. I'm giving it a five out of ten. It is a average movie. I didn't like watching it. I probably I'll try not to watch it ever again in my life. <laughs> it is just beyond average, and it just gets so much flack because it is a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I gave it a 5 out of 10, too. It's pretty average. I think if it was not Star Wars, I would have liked it more. Yeah. Putting it together with everything else, it doesn't make sense. So now, speaking of not making sense, episode 2. <laughs> Another segue to the There's terrible movie. Segue. <laughs> that's the segue it deserves. That's generous. The decoy dies immediately in the Padme's decoy, and then they just never talk about it again. Yeah. Like, why was this such a huge part of the first movie? And then they just stopped caring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and why was it not... Why was not Sabe? Why was it Corday? Like, why'd they switch the characters? They couldn't get Kira Knightley again. 
Is that why? Okay. I don't but know. Like, I was guessing. Probably. I mean, but you could have kept the same name. Like, we knew Sabe was, like, the first one. And then what happened to her? She's just like, all right, you know what? I don't want to be a pr- the, the queen. I got better more. things to do. I'm out of here. I'm going to go be a slave somewhere. Like, It just immediately it shows how not great the writing is, yeah. I guess. Is they're just, like, throwing these random things out there and never addressing them again. Yeah, and then why'd they switch security officers? Like, why'd they go and make... I forget his name. Um, Captain Tanaka or something. Yeah, Tanaka, I think. Captain Tanaka. Yeah, Captain Tanaka. And then it went to be, his, I think, his uncle? Or this is his nephew? Like, they're related, which makes it even more weird. Like, why Why would he stop? Why would he stop doing it? Maybe he got old. Ten years passed. Yeah, he retired. I guess. You're focusing on por- inimportant things. Because what is important about this movie? The the Skywalkers. Like, <laughs> what else is there to focus on? <laughs> Palpatine is consecutive or consistently the best written part of the, this trilogy. I think he's always been smart and cunning. Like in this movie, having Anakin guard Padme because he knew that would play with his emotions and bring them together again. Yeah. To ultimately corrupt it. Yeah. Well. So I think. Palpatine is from the first movie all the way to the third. He has been a good, evil character. Yes, very much so. I think um, part of that isn't due is due to the fact that he was a character who was already developed, and they didn't have to do much for him. I think in terms of writing effort, it was the least amount because his character is not transparent, but fairly direct and concise with what he is, and the only thing to do is just kind of insert him into the theme, different elements of the story and create Anakin from that. I think that's why Anakin's character is so flawed is because they had to build the relationship from him. I think if we had just the Emperor in there and no Anakin at all, his character would be, like, phenomenal because he's just evil, he knows he, he's very powerful, and he knows how to get what he wants because he's so manipulative. Whereas Anakin's like this amorphous blob of a character who's not really sure what he wants. He just got emotions. That's all he rides off of too many emotions do you know if at the time because i was younger so do you know if people knew from the get-go that palpatine was the emperor was that common knowledge so i knew it just because of the name emperor palpatine like you you knew like the name recognition was was he called emperor palpatine in the original so yeah was he yeah i thought he was just called the emperor yeah i don't remember them ever saying his name I'm, I'm like 99% sure that... I thought the only way that people could tell is because the actor is the same. Yeah, which I thought was... That's really, really cool that, um, that McDermott played... Young played the old character. And yeah. And then played the young character as an older guy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. We, I, it's something I can probably look up really easily, but I'm sure we can search for it. I honestly don't remember him ever being called Palpatine because he doesn't really show up until the sixth movie... And you just hear Emperor. That's all I remember hearing just over and over. The Emperor is here. Emperor, Emperor. Are you both looking it up? Yeah. Okay. I'll wait. It was not mentioned in the movies. Right. That's what I thought. But it was used in the novelization of the movies. Okay. So I think collective (laughs) consciousness, it kind of just came out that that he was Palpatine. Okay. That's cool, I guess, that people were, were like, oh, so this is the evil dude. So he became kind of weird thing though so uh, it's on a stack exchange for uh 
sci-fi stuff, and this is where I got the answer. For the Emperor Palpatine card, for the customizable card game, he was not a Sith. He was actually a Dark Jedi Master. Oh, yeah. So. Because but, were they called Sith in the... I don't think so. I think that was a name they, yeah. they, they created prior to this. Because that, that was never they were just They were just Dark Side yeah. people. Yeah, you go to the Dark evil. Side of the Force, yeah. So, but I think that was a thread that slowly came out through like the collective consciousness, like, oh shit, Emperor Palpatine, that's the Emperor, or sorry, Chancellor Palpatine is the same guy. Holy crap. Not to mention they did a lot of thematic elements. I think his character was very dark in contrast to Padme's character, which was very light. So I think people drew conclusions that way too. They put a lot of CGI, like chase scenes, mm-hmm. just garbage CGI in this movie. Where when there's just a whole CGI combat sequence, it makes it feel worthless. Like there's no weight, there's no gravity, there's nothing to it. You know the actors aren't really doing anything. It's just all effects. Like when they're chasing the assassin, it was just a 10-minute long CGI scene. I was like, I don't care about this. This doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like there's no mortal danger. I, I know you wrote stuff about Anakin's lines to Padme, Brett. Um, all I wrote is Anakin is an annoying fuckboy. How much is George Lucas projecting? <laughs> I no. want to know about George Lucas's life because obviously he experienced this kind of shit. He's not married anymore. Yeah, but he was. He may have. It was a uh, Mar- Maria, Maria Marcia Lu- Marcia Lucas. Yeah. When did they divorce? Nineteen eighty-three. No, that's right after the last movie. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Yeah. Was he married again? Yeah, he got married in 2013. Oh, oh, geez. To a black lady. Melody Hobson. Yeah, who's 48 and he's 73. Hey. Oh, she's the CEO of DreamWorks. Oh, cool. Good for her. Yeah. 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 Anyway. But yeah, yeah angsty, um, angsty white boy who was really annoying. It was just so... It was forced in the same way that, like... Han and Leia were forced, but it was less charming. Again, ham-fisted. <laughs> yeah. He had no charisma, whereas Han, you could kind of like him. Yeah. Because like, Harrison in, Ford can act. Yeah. In uh, Empire Strikes Back, he was, like, annoying to Leia, but, like, she was just, like, being stubborn. Like, she knew he was charming, but she was like, no, I can't. And, like, in this, it's like... Anakin was not charming in any way, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's like, "I love you." Like, no. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely not. Frickin', the freaking scene after the lake kiss, where they're he's like riding that whatever, and he falls off, and and she flips him over, and he's laughing, and, then <laughs> and they're they, like rolling around in the I'm grass. Like, what? What is going on here? This is so counter to like literally something that took place not even ten minutes ago in the film. Mm-hmm. Like she was like. No, we can't do this. You're protecting me. Like the 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 voice of reason, and then this little boy who can't control his emotions. It was the writing and their quote unquote romance in this movie that made me go. This is bad. This is a bad movie. I don't care about these characters, and I'm annoyed that they get married. Yeah. I mean, I I cared more about Padme's character because like she had more character she, development. Yeah. I feel like yeah, like she was. One smart throughout the trilogy and she was consistent Mm -hmm. for the most part and i just don't think the writers knew how to write these characters they didn't know how to make anakin seem charming so he came off as robotic and weird Mm -hmm. because how do you 
if you just take those lines, I don't know who could deliver those lines well. You know, they're, they're just bad lines. They're just creepy. Yeah. I don't think if you gave Harrison Ford those lines, we would feel differently, you know? Right. Well, not even it's not even that. It's also, like, beyond the delivery. It's, like, contextual. When he kills all of the fan people, the Tusken Raiders, she's just like, okay, yeah, my kind of boyfriend just murdered a whole village of people because they took his mom captive. But not only that, he acknowledged the fact that he killed kids who had no real doing in that thing. Huh. What are my thoughts here? I think I still love him. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to get married to this guy. He seems like a good he's, person to raise children with. He's opened up to me, so let me, like, open up to him as well. Bullshit. I just don't know how they stretch this movie out to almost two and a half hours when nothing really... I don't know what happens in the first hour and a half to lead to them being on that planet. Like, Obi-Wan was chasing Jango Fett. Yeah. Basically, the first hour and a half is them doing a whole lot of nothing to figure out that, hey, there's a clone army. Yeah. Right. And then, it was them trying to do character development. But such a bad character development. Yeah, but they can't do it. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan's thread was a little more interesting because it dealt with the overarching, like, galactic issues. And then Anakin's like, hey, my mom's missing. My mom died. Um, Love me. And she's dead now. And I've got a family and a stepbrother. Ugh. Like that's 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 that 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 whole scene felt like it just felt so forced and just lame. And then, but then that's okay. He's like, because I want to prevent everybody from dying. The end. Let's move yeah, on to I, the next story. The only thing I guess is that they had to have this happen so that way episode three would make more sense and why he was so I can't I can't think of the word but he was so determined to keep Padme from dying because of what happened to his mom. That's the only good thing I can see coming from this movie. Yeah, but, also they, Count Dooku. but again, done better. Oh, I loved Count Dooku. I think he's one of my yeah, favorite characters. Christopher Lee. Yeah. I think I wrote Count Dooku is the only cool part of this movie. Uh, the whole the whole scene. Well, no, because I liked I liked the Django Fett thread and I liked the the uh, Camino stuff. That was fun. I found um, it unnecessary and stupid. I, it was cool that they introduced the army and that it wasn't the Jedi's. And so you could, when episode three happens, you're like, oh, that's why they listened to Palpatine. Did you like the fight with Yoda and Count Dooku in this movie, or did you think it was weird? Eh, I like Count Dooku. But did you, or how did you feel about Yoda? I, I mean, I preferred the episode three fight with Emperor Palpatine. I, 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 I thought the... Because this is my, my thing I've noticed is that when it's just like any lightsaber usage that's not fighting, it just seems so superfluous along with like using the force for like closing doors. I think it's just like, just push the button. You're, you're, just, be, just, be, you're just using that as like a plot device. Hey, I got the force. I can open and close things with my mind. Kind of goes in the same way with like using the, sword, the lightsaber, like I said. But also the only good parts is when there's actual, you know, lightsaber duels going on. And it's just that. It just looks so cool. It's very choreographed. It's very fun. Um, but in terms of that fight, I think it's really lame that they had, like, that awkward flinging crap at each other scene. I didn't fully understand what that was. Flexing their force muscles, basically. Yes. Flexing them. Flexing the midichlorians. Jeez. The what? Hello. The midichlorians, you know. The things never mentioned again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the plot devices. 
so episode two, definitely worse. The plot is just nonsensical. Anakin romance is cringy, mm-hmm. and I don't like how they get married. Like they just didn't build it up well. No. I guess. So I'm. I gave episode two a four out of ten, maybe a three. I'm going with a three. I'd probably give it light four, strong three. If I ever see this movie again, something <laughs> wrong has happened. I would much rather watch episode one ten times before I see episode two. And I never want to see episode one again. I would watch episode two again if you cut out basically everything involving Anakin Padme's relationship. Because yeah. if you did, you have a cohesive storyline involving espionage and intrigue. And not a Just make it the LB one movie. <laughs> so much better. Star Wars episode two, the battle for Obi Wan. Just, I'm sure there's an edit out there where they just <laughs> that's the movie <laughs> that would be just wonderful Britt what do you think I gave it a 4 because of Obi-Wan and Count Dooku okay that's, that's yeah good. they that's made it not the, a 0 that's <laughs> the best parts of the movie and Mace the, Windu shows up again yeah I like Mace Windu he's cool yeah, but I hope he's not yeah. dead jeez I hate this <laughs> I'm going to rant about that, probably. Okay, so episode three, the meme movie. Every line is a meme. (laughs) The movie I've been waiting for, because Brittany hasn't seen this movie before. Now I have. So it was interesting to watch it with someone that has never seen it, and we just slogged through the first two movies. (laughs) Yeah, third one's definitely, I think, the most solid entry of the three. It is a movie. It is a cohesive <laughs> like, narrative that has, if you watched it by itself, it's fun. We were just watching it. I was like, we did it. Like, we got a good Star Wars movie out of three goddamn movies. Thank God. Yeah. Which is interesting because I feel like of the three trilogies so far, The Force Awakens is definitely the most solid entry of the three. I mean, it still copies yeah. it, but it's definitely got a story. It definitely has, like, yeah. narrative. Whereas the other two are just like, eh. All right. And they introduce new stuff without it being weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like with oh Maz gosh. and things like that. Like that's not in any of the movies, but you you introduce this character and her having Luke's lightsaber and you're like, Oh, I want to know more about her. Not just, oh, this is just a thing and I have to accept it. Like the Gungans. It's like There were so many little things like that in the first two movies where I was like, Okay, that's really cool. We should go into that some more. Never spoken of again. Like the Midichlorians, um, the Viceroy people, like, the Viceroy are in the movies for all three movies, and really only you know about them is, hey, they're in charge of the Trade Federation. They're bad. Yeah. Kill. And they're the leader of the Separatist movement. Yeah. That's that's it. Which is also a sham. But hey, they exist. And then they, inter- they introduce so many different species, like, as semi-important people, but never tell you about them. Like, like the Changeling? Or Dex. The Changeling Assassin? Or Dex? Dex. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> hey, old pal! Let the, let's talk about, like, an assassin. Okay, bye. Never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> Don't explain how you know him, no. how he knows so much about a uh, poison dart from the Camino people. Just Oh, yeah, by the way, that we're in space. Don't forget we're in space, guys. There's aliens and space stuff. Still didn't get the sound right for space. Although, I will say it's about the second movie. They did do a really cool job with the uh, the, the gravity bombs. In, uh, oh, yeah. Asteroid chase. That yeah, was that a, was cool. Almost almost like to a point like i think they try to do that really low sound to imitate the force waves of an explosion yeah mm-hmm. that was a cool so, scene that was cool sorry episode three yeah the it starts off interesting 
which is not something you can say about the first two movies. So that's nice. It starts off a lot like the... Episode 4. Kind of a New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a New Hope. You're just in a battle scene and things are happening. Someone's captured and you're trying to figure it out. Because a lot of stuff happens between Episode 2 and 3 without showing you. It's just in the crawl and you have to fill in the blanks. Yeah. That's why I think this series does the best but with doing that. Mm-hmm. Like because it's not the first movie of the trilogy where they're just throwing you in there because you already know all the characters except for General Grievous in episode three, so you're able to piece things together of what happened. It makes for a good opening. I know that you took issue with that in A New Hope, Cody, but I take issue with it when it's the first movie of a franchise, like a whole new, a fir- not like a, a first yeah. movie of a, a, a narrative from an existing body of work, like a whole new yeah. conceptual thing. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it was for a different IP, more or less. Yes. Got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that too. You need to have some sort of like foundation. At least for me. I know it's a thing and people like it. Just for me, I didn't like how they used it in episode four. I can respect that, but I think at least for episode four, they didn't intend for it to be this huge universe. Mm-hmm. They didn't intend for it to be as crazy as it was. They were just like... This is what's happening. Pick it up as you go, and you'll never have to worry about it again. But then, right. oh, wait, this did well. <laughs> this did massively well. Yeah. Now we need to have a story. We can't just throw stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking about that. Like, how did they come up with the names for everything? Like, all, like, the astromech droid for R2 and everything else. I'm like, this is just coming up with that within a span of a couple of years and then create this narrative was, I think, very impressive. So, I don't know, it's, it's kind of cool to see at least from this context, to see that kind of change. I think what you were saying was, if you don't read The Crawl before episode three, then you'll be very confused. Uh, that's what you were yeah. saying. Yeah. I I think that's true. I don't know, because I wanted you to make sure you understood, because General Grievous isn't introduced in episode two or anything. He's introduced in a cartoon before episode three came out. So if you didn't watch that cartoon on Cartoon Network, you had no idea who he is. And so you'd be like, who has Palpatine? General Grievance. Yeah, but I, th- I think that was... I'm okay with that, though, because the end of episode two just like the sparking of the war. And so yeah. you'd have to make conclusions that things have happened to get Palpatine captured. Uh, however, it is a very weird position for him to be captured in. Why is he captured in space? Palpatine is like... because. They just had a siege on Coruscant, and they took him from Coruscant. That's what the crawl says. Yeah. Okay. But I see. I, I didn't read it this time. Uh, that makes more see, sense. See, you need the crawl. <laughs> yeah. No, the crawl definitely helps. Yeah, because you didn't recognize they were above Coruscant that whole time. No, I, when I first started, I wasn't. Well, I mean, they it. landed in Coruscant. Yeah, but I wasn't. I, when I first started, I was. I was doing something else. So I just started and didn't pay attention to the initial uh, thing, which is on me. I mean, that's obviously my yeah. mistake. Um, but that does make a lot more sense. So, but as far as Grievous goes, I. He's a bad guy. Whatever. Do you like Grievous as a character? Because we got to start wrapping up. Um, I do. Yeah, no, we're, we're preaching the time. Uh, I, I, I like <laughs> him as a character. I think it's a very unique character, but there's just the, the fight scenes with him are kind of weird because oh, he's killed Jedi, but how does he kill Jedi if he's just a robot with a bunch of arms? How do you get his first lightsabers? Because I think he was trained somewhat as a Jedi. Yeah, he said Count he... Dooku trained him, I think. Yeah. Because he's part human at least to some extent like with his eyes and his heart and he's actually not a human 
He's, he's at least part human. He's humanoid. They're repti- reptilian. Yeah, exactly. So I think he was like a human or some some form of life before he became General Grievous as he is now. And I think in that previous life is when he was trained. And his robot figure just gave him the killing power. Kill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's actually an NK necrodroid. So I think he was created by Palpatine prior to him becoming Emperor. Yeah. So that that would make sense. Like I'm pretty sure he was created with the idea of he's gonna be a Jedi killer from the get go. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense, but it just uh I, I didn't have I just the fight scenes were just very odd or awkward. But I mean, you know. Yeah, Brittany was saying it's hard to care about the scenes because you know Obi Wan doesn't die and so <laughs> why would I be worried about Obi Wan and fighting General Grievous if he doesn't die until episode four, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's what I was saying was like they do a good job of making you like not treating you like an idiot. Like they don't make it seem like Obi Wan's gonna die, they just make it look like a cool fighting scene. Yeah, it's the it does a better job than episode two of making the CGI seem real. It's not super serious and trying to be crazy, it's just we know it's not serious, so let's just make it look cool, basically. Did you look yeah, at the definitely. meme? <laughs> yeah, there's there's this really it's a meme tastic uh, episode. There's oh, the whole yes. there's the one of the outtakes of uh, Obi Wan like on the speeder, just kind of like going back and forth, like he's like dancing while he's driving. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch. I, I have the high like... ground. It's just, like, it was hard. Like, I know it's, like, considered the best one or whatever, but it's hard to, like, watch it seriously because I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's a meme. Okay, yeah, that's Every a meme. Every line is a meme. Yeah, like, I was trying to enjoy it because I knew it was the best one of the prequels, but I was just like, ugh. It's exhausting. I still think best movie of the trilogy, the fight at the end, they do it better i think with splitting between yoda and palpatine and then obi-wan and anakin it doesn't feel like they're halting progress it's just two huge climaxes happening at the same time and so it's not slowing anything down just showing you what's happening on both sides of the battle you know like i don't want to keep repeating myself but it's definitely better than all of them. they figured out what they were doing yeah and the story definitely flows a lot better like each each act of the show or the, the of the movie does a really good job of leading into the next event whereas the previous two felt very jarring where it would go from thing to thing and and it makes me feel like they got almost a new writing crew or something in between movies that allowed them to make a more cohesive story a story that i actually cared about you know it, I just don't really believe that it's the same group of people that wrote episode two made episode three. Yeah. But I, I don't know movie stuff, so I can't say. Okay. So what would you rate episode three? Uh, I would, I give like a seven, seven and a half. I think it's a solid entry in the series and doesn't have any really glaring issues, but it's not perfect. There's some threads they could have done better. Yeah. I, I would give it a seven. I think they finally got a good Star Wars movie. They tied this movie in well with the next trilogy and making Darth Vader seem more like a tragic hero. Even though he killed kids. Super, like, 
I don't think he's redeemable, but they tried and make him like an actual character. Yeah. With depth. Yeah. And this one, I think it did develop. I just think the jump between the scene with uh, Mace Windu and the Emperor was a bit of a jump. I mean, it obviously like c- commit him to one camp, but I think those interactions between the, the Jedi Council and the Emperor and how he was his, his kind of jump back and forth weren't developed well enough. They could have done more work there to really show they, how he was feeling. They tried. They yeah. made him really just worry about Padme. Again, like I said in episode two, his mother dying really kind of sets up episode three and right. his fear is just taking over it. It's probably the easiest thing to knock on this movie is just they... How, why does Anakin turn so easily, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd give it a 7 out of 10 as well. I like it better than A New Hope. Um, I think it's more fun to watch. Dooku dies in this one, right? That's when he, the very beginning. He dies, he dies in episode 2. No, he dies at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, because Dooku gets... Yeah. Yeah, because Dooku has Palpatine. Oh, and yeah. Anakin kills him. I like the fact that they had... Um, the Emperor say, I'm just a little bit, um, do it, like, in this very, like, guttural kind of way, exactly how yeah. he says it, it isn't multiple times, exactly how he says it in uh, episode six. It's the same very, like, quick, concise, like, mi- like push. Yeah. Oh, that was really yeah. Cool. It's just, they're, they're finally making the continuity make sense. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool seeing the pieces all come together to lead into the next trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, that's episode one, two, and three. Uh, um, good, Brit. What would you rate episode three? Yeah, and say? yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> I'd give it a seven. I would have given it a seven and a half, but I feel like they dumbed down Padme this time. Yeah, she was definitely more emotional, but she is pregnant, so. Mm-hmm. Hey. Right, and I won on chess. Sure did. So. Rob has one win. I have one win. I doubt I'll keep track of that. Assuming <laughs> we play every week. We can switch we'll it. We can play other games. We can play Go or something else. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> take, take longer than the podcast. Yeah, so that'll do it for this episode. I don't know what we'll be talking about next week, but we'll have something planned, I'm sure. Exciting. As Brittany picks her foot. What? Ooh. <laughs> so so yeah. womanly. There's, there's the behind the scenes for you in this new office setup. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um... Follow us on Twitter, chess underscore talk. Go to our website, chesstalkpodcast.com. Check us out on iTunes. View us, download us, tell your friends, tell your mom. Tell your mom's friends. Tell, yeah, tell the sewing club. Tell that guy you walk by on the way to school. Please. That's all I got. You guys got any other final comments? No. Uh, Support net neutrality. Call your senators, congresspeople. Okay. Get out there. Darth Darth Binks lives. Yeah. Darth Binks lives. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nope, we gotta end it. Yep. You can't get on that. <laughs> all right, ne- nope. next time. That's what I'm talking about. Darth Binks. Okay. Uh, all right. See you guys. Bye. Adios.